Gather round, everyone. There's another episode of Victorian Supremacy coming right up. Ain't she sweet? See you coming down the street. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't she sweet? Ain't she nice? Look her over once or twice. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't she nice? Just cast an eye. Victorian Supremacy with your host, Kitten. And I'm Mitchell. And today is February 14th, which means it's... Valentine's Day. Yay, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Happy Valentine's Day. So, today for our show, we're going to be talking about Valentine's and the history of Valentine's cards and the saints of St. Valentine's Day. And A first, little bit. <laughs> first, Mitchell will delve deep into Valentine's past. Yes, yes. Uh, which is very shady, murky past. And I will follow up with Valentine's Day tradition of sending cards in the 19th century. So let's get started. So where did Valentine's Day come from? Well, it goes back uh, a long ways, and basically we, we don't know very much. There's lots of hearsay, conjecture, rumor. And I'll spare you the details of all the stuff we don't know. What we do know is that there have been over half a dozen different saints and martyrs named Valentine. And people can, oh, so many. Yeah, and people have confused them over the centuries. Some are from ancient Rome, some are from the Middle Ages. And there's many different myths and legends surrounding these different saints and martyrs from Roman and medieval times. And these saints are for Catholic, right? Generally, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually Catholic. And they all have variations of the name Valentine. Valentinus of this city, Valentinus of that city. But uh, none of them involved the giving of cards or gifts to one's beloved. The first mention of Valentine's Day in the context of love comes from the English poet Geoffrey Chaucer in the late 1300s. Oh, you like Chaucer. I do like Chaucer. He's one of my favorite favorite poets. And I like the Canterbury Tales. But the, the, the poetry in, in which he writes about Valentine's Day is from his lesser-known work, The Parliament of Fowls. And fowls as in birds? Birds, exactly. He even talks about the love birds. Mm. Anyway, but the modern interpretations and translations on, on this poem, they differ considerably, and Chaucer probably was not referring to February 14th. So what date was he referring to? He was referring to the anniversary of the engagement of King Richard II and Anne of Bohemia, which uh, was May, let me look at this, uh, May 2nd, 1381. But the actual very first, earliest known legitimate Valentine is a French poem written by Charles, the Duke of Orléans, to his wife while he was being held prisoner in the Tower of London in the year 1415. It's, uh, it's a French poem, I don't know French, but the English translation is called A Farewell to Love. Um, but Valentines as we know them, uh, as we know them today, did not become popular until the 19th century. In 1847, a lady named Esther Howland of Massachusetts started a business selling valentines. And they were, the, they were handcrafted valentines with lace and ribbon and so on. And uh, others would later follow uh, her, her example, establishing the greeting card industry we know today. And was this in America? And this was in America. However, her valentines were modeled after, after valentines that she received from people in Great Britain. Oh, I see. So it started in Great Britain first. That's right. The sending of cards. Well, I have similar information as well. I... One of the newspapers from back then remarked that how Valentine's Day was nearly non-existent in America as of 1840. This all changed around the year 1850 
because of the post office. Actually, they lowered the rates. Why? I don't understand. Why would the post office lower rates? Well, the post office, they used to be very expensive, but by the time of 1850, they got so efficient with carrying mail that they were able to lower their rates. Also, it's just simple efficiency. It wasn't any, like, war, railroad, or anything like that. It just They just got good at what they were doing. Right. In 1846, it was about five cents to mail a letter, and they measured your mail by half ounce. So it wasn't uncommon for your letter to just consist of one sheet of paper, folded over into itself, and then addressed on the outside to the other person. And five cents in 1850 was about $1.25 today, which is actually expensive, So a letter. So that means that our, our, our postage today is actually relatively cheap. Our postage today is very cheap compared to back then. In 1851, they changed the postage rates to three cents. So that's a whole two cents cheaper, which is about 85 cents today with inflation and everything. Well, that, that's actually, I, I believe that the three cent stamps, that they had those for nearly 100 years. I remember, remember uh, seeing stamps from the 1940s and they were three cents. So. Mm-hmm. The postage rates didn't change for almost... A long time. Okay. <laughs> um, the three cents only was in effect if you prepaid, so you must have prepaid your letter. Oh, kind of like the, the, the bulk pre-sorted mail we have today. Mm-hmm. The post office actually didn't require you to prepay until 1855, when it was made mandatory. The sending of Valentine's was actually quite popular. The post office actually went into overdrive, and you can read cartoons about it. Um, during that time period, about um, the mail deliverers carrying huge piles of letters in their wheelbarrows to loved ones. And actually, most of the letters were sent to not people from far away, people that are actually clear, close to you, neighbors, um, people in the town that you're in. The good thing about the post office is that you could send letters anonymously to your secret crushes. Okay, so you don't have to worry about gathering up enough courage to proclaim your love to your loved ones. Yes, you can just send them a secret message being like, I like you, but you don't know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This actually kind of backfired in some people's perspectives, as rival males would send each other large, heavy packages, because mail mail was still expensive at that time, three cents per only a half ounce, and after a half ounce, they would quadruple the price, so it would be like three plus 12 cents to send a one ounce letter or package. So they'd send large packages to their rival mates, dressed in like false ladies' handwriting, as Valentine's anonymously, and they would also send it not prepay, so you'd have to pay for it when the postmaster set it on your doorstep. So it was a trick. Yeah, it was a trick. So all these guys would be uh, pinning letters to, to these to other guys and with ladies' handwriting. Yes, and then to the- make them pay for their heavy package. I see, I see. There is also another, I guess, movement, I wouldn't really call it a movement, of people sending people mean letters. Mean? They're called mock valentines. Really? Mm-hmm. Really mean letters to ugly people, oh, old ladies, childless couples. Lonely and ugly. 
Yeah, and I have actually a <laughs> quote from one of the Valentines sent to a childless couple. They say, don't look at each other so cross or so cold. You can't have a baby, you're getting too old. So it's no use of fretting each other insane. You're rocking the empty cradle in vain. And that was in 1848. Oh, that is harsh. That is so harsh. Who knew they could be so mean? So actually, in uh, the 1850s, Valentine's became a symbol of braggery. Like, how many Valentine's did you receive this year, you know? And whoever received the most was better than the rest. Like when I was in first grade, I got more Valentine's than anyone else in my class, and I went around bragging about it. Oh, yes. Yes, I was one of those people. Oh, you're so mean. Yeah, I, I probably. So how many Valentines did you receive this year? This year? Um, just one, actually, from you. Oh, well, right. you're welcome. Well, thank you, thank you. You're at least a little bit loud. Just a little, just a little. <laughs> Come a long way from, since then. Uh, it's been all, all downhill since first grade. <laughs> so do you have anything else to add? Um, one interesting fact that I found is that over a billion Valentines are sent each year. Wow, through today, this mail. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, only Christmas has more cards sent than uh, Valentine's. Valentine's Day. Hmm. So, next week... It's President's Day. Yeah, well, actually, this coming Monday is. And we will be talking about presidents that you didn't even know about. Oh, yeah. American presidents, of course. Of the lesser-known variety. So, join us next week for Victorian Supremacy. things that you frame, you're a real
Please email me at kittenlicious at gmail.com. It's K-I-T-T-I-N-L-I-C-I-O-U-S at gmail.com. Or you can comment at the blog at victoriansupremacy.blogspot.com.